if your appearance is your largest asset, you're gonna do some whole shit. You see, the most expensive thing we spend is time. The biggest punishment you can receive is time. That's true. They can take the time with you. Power means the same thing in every language. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever digital platform that you are choosing to listen to podcasts on, whether that be Apple, SoundCloud, Google, YouTube, Amazon, or whatever it is that you do on Spotify. Please go and do that. But anyways, big fella, what's on your mind? What's on the grind? Hey, man. Uh... I had some shit to start this off with, and then I don't be writing it down, so then I lose it. And in true Javito fashion, I didn't write it down, so I lost it. Why didn't you write it down? I had had to be in a place where I couldn't actually get to my phone to type it in or something like that, in in the shower or something. But I, I knew how I wanted to start this, and I and it was actually it wasn't it wasn't on a serious note, but it was kind of like something. But I, I don't recall what it is, so there's no sense in even even belaboring what it was about. I hope at some point in the episode you it comes back to you. Hey, I'm getting old, man. The memory ain't what it used to be. <sighs> Fuck out of here, man. How does it's it feel? What it used to be. But but about to be another year. One uh, a year a year down. I mean, it it feels like it feels. I mean, I don't feel any older. I don't feel any younger. It's just, you know, the days go by. That that, that sounds depressing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> hey, I I in, in the is, last three hundred and sixty four days, I've I've had a hell of a journey. So, boy. Boy, boy, boy! If only you were actually writing the book. Say <laughs> nobody wants that book, bro. I'm telling <laughs> you, dog. They go, they go. If I wrote that book, I would probably get either a GoFundMe set up saying that this guy's been through too much, or I would be committed <laughs> and saying that this guy's been through too much. I'd it's advocate like, for you being committed. It's kind of like, what is wrong with you? How do you keep getting yourself into those situations? And keep going. I mean, you have no choice but to keep going. <laughs> you, can, you can let it break you or you can let it know, make man. you. <laughs> you, you. But you can't stop. The songs keep playing. The dance goes on. A lot of people are choosing to stop these days, man. I don't know what's going on. Seems like people just don't have it in them to keep going. And I feel like a lot of people are in your situation. They will not keep going. I mean, you you take my situation with a grain of salt because a lot of positivity is in my situation, too. I know. I know. I'm just saying yeah. most people these days are weak as fuck. They most people are, are weak as fuck. Uh, th- this generation, we, we are uh, a highly emotionally charged generation. And if our emotions aren't into it, then we we're, we're more than likely to just tap out. That's unfortunate, because so much of life is about overcoming the odds, staying the course, keep going mentality. 
the, the satisfaction and overcoming. It's not feeling that. You say what? I say the satisfaction you get for overcoming. It's a beautiful feeling, bro. Yeah. It's a beautiful feeling. But unfortunately, a lot of these a lot of these youngsters and a lot of these people that have bought into this new age mentality, they're not going to they're not gonna know that feeling because if if it's not looking bright in the beginning, people just give up so fast. So quick, so easy. I'm seeing it. So I'm, I see it every day. Like, even just sitting back, thinking about 2023 as it comes to an end. I, you know, I scanned through some of the podcasts that we've done over the year, just skimming through shit. And it's just like, with this gender war, It's caused a lot of people to go a direction that's really not beneficial to them as far as being able to overcome the odds. Because they, some people have genuinely bought into it so much that they don't see reality for what it is. And what I mean by that, obviously, is social media has such a strong grip on their minds that that's all they see. And it's mm-hmm. social media has... Social media, since we started this podcast, has always been the root of a lot of people's problems, and it's just getting to the point where it's like, when, when are we? When is that gonna? When is that gonna cease being an excuse? Because at this point, people got to know better. Because you're you're living in the digital world and you're living in reality. Which one are you more in tune with? You're definitely more in tune with the digital world, and that's unfortunate. That's highly unfortunate because, like I said, if you're truly locked into that digital world, that's going to produce a lot of melancholy. It's going to produce a lot of depression. It's going to produce a lot of sadness, a lot of unrealistic expectations. You know, like, what are their vision boards going to look like in 2024? (laughs) Did you, I think you might have seen that, since that meme where it's like they have like the, the five goals for 2023. And then they were scratching out like keywords out of the goals. It's like eat healthier food. Yeah, and they yeah. just scratch out healthier. It was like eat food. Like just it's eat a sliding food. scale. Yeah. Bruh. The vision boards in 2024 is gonna. I mean, I think the reason I laugh at those vision boards is because I I'm at my big age, I'm just starting to see a lot of shit is childish now. Like, for instance, you know, and and I say this. And it's not, I'm not demeaning people for being in touch with their childish, their, like their, the, 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 their inner child. I'm not knocking them for that. But like, if you see this thing that's going around on Instagram, how people are like posting like the get to know me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that. <laughs> I think it's cute. <laughs> but then again, <laughs> it's just one of those things where I'm just like, man. Obviously, I, I you know most of the people I follow, uh, most of the people I deal with, are usually of you know I would say at least middle age. They're older, and when I see these things, I just you know it just gets me to thinking like man, like one who cares, <laughs> and two like why are we still playing these games? It just feels like such a it just feels like such a childish game to me. I, once again, that's just me. 
you know me, I'm a, I'm a fan of, uh, of shooting straight shots. Like, yeah, subliminals were cute in your 20s and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, you know, put this out here and hope the person that, that's supposed to see this actually sees this. You know, that shit was cute. In um, in my 30s, the shots are coming straight at you. These bullets got names. And if I send this, and if I send this shot at you, is is you know whether you, whether you receive it or not, I, I send it directly to you. There, there's no subliminals behind it anymore, because at this point you're just wasting fucking time. Your time, their time, our time that has to consume your content, like you're just wasting time. Because it's like, why why are you dancing around things at this grown age? Like, get your answer. If it's either what you want or there's not what you want. But you should be able to have the mental fortitude to handle it by this point in time in life. People are too confused. Like I said before, there a lot of people are stuck between reality and the digital world. So once again, I, I've been saying this for years. When I talk to people one-on-one, I get the real. I, re- I, I, I believe I get the real. When I'm talking to people one on one, when I see people and how they operate online, I, I, I'm still in the mindset of these people are schizoids or something. Like this is not who I know, and it doesn't go for everybody, but quite a few. And I'm just like, dude, whether you start today, whether you start in 2024, motherfuckers got to start tapping in to reality, like, like straight up, bro, like. God, like I said, vision boards. Vision boards to me is just, along with everything these days, it's just become like it's just like a flex. It's just like, oh, you know, you wanna, you wanna, and to go back to one of my points that I was gonna make, but I got distracted. So when I see the get to know me things and I see things like vision boards, mm-hmm. I just start to really feel like. Everybody is kind of like stuck in this. Um, like I said, they're they're in tune with the inner child, but it's like it seems like a lot of people are starting to get more into like like the arts and crafts that they must have missed out on in in elementary school or high school or something. So like whenever they have a chance to like kind of be creative, that's their that's their avenue. But that's all it is. It's not anything that they want to act on. It's just a you know it's a means of being creative. And the reason I thought about that was because. You know, looking at my son's generation and just looking at the younger generation, you know, especially in a black community, I was just thinking about like, man, do people dream, do people really dream big anymore and actually put it in action? Like most of my son's generation, you know, like I said, motherfuckers want to be TikTok stars, want to be social media famous, but you don't get a lot of people that want to be dentists anymore, doctors. Like when's the last time you seen, you know, on average, like not some... You know, not some kid that got seven degrees and they can go to any college in America, whatever the fuck that means or whatever that takes them. You know, somebody that's actually dreaming big. And I mean, on average, I feel like when I come across other demographics, on average, like you talk to me, like you're, you're hearing people like, oh, I want to be an engineer. I want to be an IT. Like these are young people. But then I, I come across, you know, our demographic and it's like, you know, I, you know, I want to I want to I want to do this. I want to do that. But it's like it's not clear. It sounds good sometimes, but it's not, once again, it's not nothing realistic, you know, and it, and it just got me to think, and I was like, man, a lot of people, they, 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 they talk, they, they may talk, or like, they may show you some big things, but you don't see anything, it's just like, all right, like I said, vision boards, like, in reality, how many people do you think actually put those cute little poster boards together, or however they did them, and 
you you saw action like you actually saw something and maybe it's not for us to see but it's it's a destination like oh this is what i want to achieve this year well how are you going to do it nobody thinks about the how they just thinks think about the 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 final destination oh yeah this year i'm gonna make a you know two hundred and fifty thousand dollars how how if you only made 95 last year what what are you gonna do i'm gonna get on my grind what does that even mean sound good it it sounds good oh yeah yeah what you doing boy i'm shit i'm out here grinding all right whatever that means but you know is the vision board is the destination i want to you know have this husband, this wife, whatever, these kids go on these trips, this, this, and this, and this, but how are you going to do it? How are you going to pay for it? How are you going to finance it? How are you, are you still blowing your PTO days just because you don't feel like going into work today? Like, like what is, what is your preparation to get to that destination? And a lot of people aren't preparing for the destination. They just sit in their hopes and dreams. And at the end of the day, the vision board, if you lack the discipline and you will lack the journey, you're not going to get to the destination. Discipline plus journey equals destination when it comes to those things. And I think when you don't have the journey you, and or you don't have the discipline, you're not going to get to the you, nine times out of ten. You're not going to get to the destination. Hey, I'm glad you, uh, you know, discipline is one of my favorite words. And, I, you know, even though we don't really do the words of advice anymore, I'll definitely sprinkle it, sprinkle it in this episode, you know, here and there. But I, I'm going to keep telling people, man. When you're, you know, in a situation where you're dealing with people or you're looking for a, a romantic partner or a partner in general, man, y'all got to start looking at people that are disciplined. Y'all got to start looking at those aspects of people that show that they are, you know, they have self-control. You know, they know what they're doing. Because I think that I think that quality, I think that characteristic and that quality about another being is overlooked these days. Because once again, everybody's just going for, you know, the look the aesthetic of things it doesn't really matter um the true quality and i, I think uh, and once again i'm gonna say it i think discipline is a it's a hell of a quality to have for an individual to have um because it usually it usually reflects on other parts of their lives too i mean people talk shit about um, obesity and all this stuff all the time you know you see people in um you might go on a, a forum where you know they're talking about relationships and you know men are always to talk about they want women that are fit you know feminine friendly and all this shit and i mean a lot of times that you know when you think about those things the root of those things is just discipline i mean it takes a lot of discipline to be fit it takes a lot of this it takes a lot of discipline these days for for a woman to actually be feminine you know there there are millions of excuses out there for women not to be feminine but when you think about it it's like when you look at the culture i mean just look at the culture it's like what what about the culture will make the modern woman, you know, want to be feminine. Like they automatically feel like they got to get, you know, tattooed sleeves. They they don't want to wear dresses anymore. They want to wear pants. They want to wear Nike dunks. You know, they want to be out there, you know, aggressive. They want to drink with us and smoke with us. You know what I'm saying? So in order in order to go against that, it's going to take discipline. Mm-hmm. A lot of motherfuckers don't have that these days. Discipline, honestly, the people that that have discipline, you know, a lot of times they feel awkward. You know, they feel they 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 feel out of place in this modern world. Because you get shamed for being disciplined. Oh, you go you going to you going to the gym again, man? Come out, come out, do this. Oh, you eat you eating salad? We eat, we eating wings. Like why why are you doing this? Oh, you going to work, man? That job gonna be there whether you there or not. You might as well you know <laughs> this this and this. 
like like you know you get you get shame and and again you like you said we need to bring bullying back but we need to bring bullying back for the right reasons like because somebody's being responsible you're bullying them because they're being responsible is fucking crazy insane insane like <laughs> oh man like just shit takes me back to high school man like it was cute then to you know to fall fall into peer pressure peer pressure made sense when you were under 21 you a grown ass person now and peer pressure is still you know a, a critical part of your decision making that's a problem as a grown up and i'm speaking to the people 30 and over pretty much it's a problem and i'm i'm not even saying uh, and i take it a step further not just the peer pressure but taking the advice of people in your circle that is not in your circumstances or even taking the advice of people that's not in your circle like you have these trusted advisors who don't come with any kind of resume they have no kind of credentials they come with no kind of recommendations it's just somebody that you've been knowing for the past 15 to 20 years like that doesn't make them a reliable source just because they've been able to hang and be in and out your life for 20 years that doesn't make that doesn't make them somebody you can count on bro this chick, this, I guess she's a famous YouTuber over there in the UK or whatever. Um, I think her name was uh, Ruby Frank. Um, the, the basis of her YouTube channel, I guess, was like a parenting channel. Um, she was just arrested the other day for child abuse. What? <laughs> and, and I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. You know, you know, I feel sorry for the kid or the kids that may have been abused, but uh, it just made me think to myself, when you said, you know, you're taking advice from these people, but like, who are these people? Who what are these people? What do they have? <laughs> and, and you already know how I feel about, uh, you know, these teachers, man. I mean, uh, I, I just got some, you know, uh, on IG I was looking at where um, this uh, teacher, I guess she had went viral for this rap song. It's a pretty po- positive rap song, or whatever. And she was just accused of having sex with a kid. So, mm-hmm. I seen that okay. too. Okay, you see what I mean about discipline, bro? Self control, like that shit. You know, you you know who you're dealing with, and you know, it, just just looking at that video was a red flag for me. It's like I'm gonna keep saying it, man. I, I truly, I don't think the I don't think the public education system was ever great, but I think. I'm so I'm so grateful to grow up in an era where the the, kid, the teachers I was dealing with didn't want to be my friend. I'm like it was very it was very far and few, but for the most part, the teachers did not want to be their, my friend. They didn't want to know. They didn't want to learn our lingo. You know what I'm saying? They didn't want to learn our lingo to use it as you know. They might want to learn our lingo to make sure that we ain't making fun of them or anything. But for the most part, there was a divide. Like you knew when you were dealing with a grown up. I can't tell when I'm dealing with grownups anymore. And that's scary. Cause they want to be friendly. They want to be, they want to be one of them little friends that our parents kept warning us about. Bruh. And it's just it, it's just scary. It's scary hours, dog. <laughs> it is definitely scary hours. And a lot of people aren't paying attention to it because a lot of people that aren't paying attention to it, they're part of the problem. You know, um and and I'm not, you know, speaking from a from an elitist standpoint or a high, a high horse, I mean, these are just observations. These are these are my twenty twenty three observations, and I and I personally don't think anything is going to get better. But you know, fortunately for the people that listen to the podcast, you know, maybe it may be a reality check for them. 
I mean, another, another, um, to me, another very qualifying trait that is overlooked is when you're dealing with people, you know that they're very self-aware people. It's very frustrating dealing with people that lack self-awareness. Just watching them from afar is frustrating. It's cringeworthy even. It's like, there should be a certain level of shame that you feel for doing certain things. <laughs> me, me and J-Mark and was having this conversation last night, and it's kind of like you will run into these these people who are bugging the fuck out because their partner did to them what they've been doing to their partner for the past two years. And you over here crying and you in tears and you want to fight niggas and you want to break shit. And it's like, but you've been doing the exact same thing. You've been doing the exact same thing. <laughs> oh, man. I think Ron Wave said something along those lines. His lyrics. I just, I, never mind. But <laughs> it's funny. He said something about, uh, and I was just laughing. I'm like, damn, it's like, <laughs> hey, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, man, that's like self awareness, man. It, you can almost, you, could, you really could practice it. You can really practice it by just simply asking yourself, what the fuck are you doing? That's a question that people need to ask themselves more often. Man, what the fuck am I doing? Bruh, <laughs> how no, people don't have people don't have that 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 golden rule of now if somebody were to do this to me how would I feel? They don't they Ooh. don't they don't look in the mirror and truly analyze it that way. There's some kind of caveat that they put on it, some kind of spin they put on it. They don't just just genuinely say, "No, nah, if somebody did this to me, I, I'd be pretty pissed too." So I probably shouldn't do this. My new. That's a large part of my 20s, man. Just doing shit that I wouldn't want done to me. And then when I just had them, I just had, I just later on, you know, as, as life as life went on and, and karma, you know, did what karma does, I start realizing, like, man, you know what? I'm going to stop doing that because that shit's not cool. It's not, it's, you know, it, it, it was fun while it lasted. But I honestly feel like that's something that, you know, people, you know, that self-discovery happens you know, as it starts to happen to you or as you start kind of empathizing with how you make people feel. And yes. I'm going to keep saying it, like, modern culture doesn't provide any incentives for people to actually do that, unfortunately. Because nowadays, when people do a bunch of fuck shit, they can find some pocket on the internet to justify their fuck shit. You know, like... I was telling you on the phone the other day, man, you know, and, you know, shout out to the people out there that actually deal with true mental defects. They're actually going through things and really been diagnosed and may, maybe been dealing with this shit since childhood. But all you new motherfuckers, man, that <laughs> I know you've seen this already. A lot of you new motherfuckers that are just learning these buzzwords like narcissism, gaslighting. You're learning about, you know, autism and different parts of the spectrum. And y'all are finding little similarities you might have with these people that actually have the diagnosis. And like y'all are sitting there now like, hey, you know, forgive me for being a shitty person. I'm on the spectrum. 
bitch. <laughs> I like how you call them new motherfuckers. Because <laughs> that's what they are. They, 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 these, these, a lot of these, they're new to me because it's almost like I, I sit there and I'm, I, I be, I peep a lot of people, man. I'm talking to one of my homeboys the other day. You know, a couple years, he a couple years older than me. And I was sitting there, he had said something about somebody that was like my age. I'm like, hold on now, hold on now, bro. Look, this is how I this is how I look at shit. We all from the same generation, pretty much. Meaning, I guarantee you, I know what you dealt with in high school. I know what you dealt with in middle school. We from that same era. So like we from that, we we may not be the same generation, meaning you might you might be Gen X, I might be a millennial, but 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 we come from a similar time period. And one of the main uh, traits of that shit is how we learned in school and how our social lives were. Meaning, bunch of us played Oregon Trail. Bunch of us was in that yeah, motherfucker, yeah, you know, learning keyboard. Fuck you know nigga. what I'm saying? Like we we had the we had the, uh, the 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 MacBooks when they first came. And on the flip side, we had teen clubs. You know what I'm saying? We we went to skating rings and shit like that. That's our era, basically '90s kids. So if you a '90s kid, miss me with the bullshit of all this. Just, I'm just saying, bro. You a '90s kid, and you trying to act like you a fucking Gen Z cat. You a new motherfucker to me, cause it's like you didn't, you didn't forgot where you came from, bro. Like, why you acting new? Why you acting trendy? Why you got a peanut allergy, nigga? <laughs> when did you get a peanut allergy? You don't even know what my gluten nigga. is, nigga. And now you gluten free. Get the fuck out of my face. You see what I mean now? Like this shit is insane to me. It's like dog. Like y'all all some new shit. Why y'all wasn't on that shit six years ago? You just developed this shit in your thirties. Like, come on, bro. They miss me with the bullshit, dog. Like you said, you heard somebody say something. You identified with one of the traits, and now you got everything. You know, like, come on, dog. I, and and it's a crutch. It it's a crutch. You use it as an excuse. Oh, this is why I'm this yeah. way. You know, you That's know the what? New thing, I'm, bro. I'm a Capricorn, so I can read people well. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> Mm-mm. My ca- my Capricorn mentality won't let me won't let me put up with shit. Mm-mm. It, it it won't. It, it's somebody out there that's gonna put that you're gonna put up with some shit for. It, it, it's it's there. You you have you have your Thanos. Your Thanos is coming. Your 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 what was her name? Francesca. Your your Francesca is out there. Ooh yeah yeah yeah. I ain't ever I ain't never seen Insecure before, but would you could would you consider that dude she was messing with as the the that like the the, the version the male version of what no. females go through oh okay okay and it, there was evidence of him trying <laughs> I'll give it I'll give him that there's evidence of him trying a lot of people tell you they trying and they not trying okay hey, okay a little a little okay. effort goes a long fucking way okay yeah I guess that was bad I can I can think of nothing like I can't <sighs> what is that movie with um it has to be a male version. Taraji P. Um, was it acrimony? Where the guy was like inventing a battery or whatever, and then and, and he just couldn't get you know couldn't get his get it off the ground, and then it finally happened and became a millionaire. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Jay Mark was telling me about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it's called. Something like that, that. That that's more in line with the, with the insecure role, um, the insecure um tie-in. Like you know, he was trying, he just couldn't just couldn't catch a break until he finally caught a break. And when he when he caught the break, he had already got dumped, right? Yeah, she had already left him. Uh, okay, okay, okay. See, I was just trying to find something that was more like Francesca. Like, 
Somebody that's gonna come fuck your world up. Those those like those two two examples are clearly bad. I just I'm just trying to figure out. I, I mean, if if if, if 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 you know me, they're in the JS stories. God is. Okay. There's some okay, examples yeah, there. Yeah. If you yeah, gotta you know should... me though. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, back to this new shit. You, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the peanut allergy and all that shit. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Leave that shit to the young motherfuckers, man. <laughs> like, like, stop it, man. Stop it, dog. Just, I get it. I get it. You know, nowadays there's a blurred line. I get it. You know, we we all. I think millennials more than everything. And I, and I and I've been arguing this for a minute. You know, it's it's a lot of things about millennials that that get overlooked as far as you know, especially millennials being parents. I always say, millennials are the first parents that listen to the same music as their kids. Like our yeah. parents didn't listen to rap music, a lot like not like that. Like we straight up, my son's sending me the Raw Wave album. He's sending me the Drake albums. Like listen to this. Like I, I wasn't doing that with my mom. Like like my mom doesn't give a shit about rap music. You know what I'm saying? Um. You know, it, kids getting tatted up, like tattoos and shit like that. We are, uh, millennials are on a lot of the same shit that their kids are on. Um, and I think that is what causes some of the confusion. And that creates the blur, blur line. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, a lot of us had kids at a very young age. Which isn't necessarily a horrible thing because, you know, you know. Not to throw in people's faces, but, you know, I kind of feel like I lucked up just uh, yeah. based on the fact that I just feel like the world is really fucked up right now. So people that are having to have young kids right now, they're preparing to have children. Man, it's a lot of decisions that you got to make that your parents definitely didn't have to make because of the culture and because of the things that are normalized and the things that um, we kind of, you know, hope our kids don't learn so they don't have to unlearn. Because everybody's running around with this whole mentality of, hey, unlearn, unlearn. And I'm kind of like, man, I, yeah, I'm a little stubborn, but I really feel like I learned some quality shit growing up. And a lot of the shit that is being tossed around today is shit that I don't want to learn at all. Like, I'm not finna jump into this whole, you know, gluten-free, all this bullshit. I'm not finna tell you, oh, I think, I, I think I'm, a, I'm autistic. Like, no, I think I'm a well-adjusted human being. I think I'm fairly normal. I think I'm, I, may, I may be born. Maybe I could. I can't be mean at times, but I still think that I'm a normal person. I'm not running around here being shitty to people and blaming it on some uh, diagnosis that I got off WebMD. No, I ain't rocking like that. You know, I don't. I don't get my advice. I don't get my advice from social media weirdos, and I don't go on TikTok and get to get my news and shit like that. I'm not knocking those things, but that's just not me. I feel like that's some new shit. Yeah. I think so. I, I use social media 1000% solely for entertainment. I don't take 98% of the shit I see on social media serious. I just can't. Yeah. I just can't. It's, it's, just, it's, 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 it's like, it's, it's like if you take everything you see on social media seriously, like, like even some shit that you see, man, it's like, this has to be satire. Like this, this can't be real. It's just like, but to the point I thought this was satire, now to the point where it's, I see it so frequently, it has to be real. To the point where it's like, all right, I just gotta, un- I just gotta unconnect. Cause like, this is this is this is this is this is destroying me. It's like sitting there watching too much news. Like I'll turn on the news to watch the weather, and they be just guessing any goddamn way. But as far as those stories, like Bruh. shit is just heartbreaking all the fucking time. 
it just imagine somebody that doom scrolls all day and that's all they get. Like, do you, are you even do, do motherfuckers get a chance to look at wholesome memes or just a wholesome news network? No. If you're on regular basic social media, that shit is 99% negativity, dog. The only positivity that you might get is from people that you personally know and follow and they're probably flexing. But it you when people be flex, like people I know flex I feel happy for him. You know, I don't, you know, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I feel happy for him because I know that nine times out of 10, that that's a highlight that they appreciate. And I'm talking about moments. I don't give a fuck about y'all selfies. Nine times out of 10, I hate y'all selfies. I'm going to just go out there and say it. I don't give a shit about your selfies. I'm tired of most. I'm tired of them, bro. Like, seriously. Like, I like, I like the idea of a motherfucker popping up every now and then. Whether it's a, a, a you know a chick with a bad body, a pretty face, a dude in the gym, you know, dude with his, like like I can only take so many selfies, dog. I remember it. Do you remember when <laughs> selfies really first started though, Loki? Like, I, I, I don't. I just got a mad on her again, dog. I'm just I've just been getting. I mean, honestly, you gotta think about it. <laughs> Look, man. Selfies. I mean, they they try to credit. They try to make it seem like Kim Kardashian is like the the OG of selfies or whatever. But you know, obviously, selfies have been around for a long time. But the idea of a selfie was truly normalized when Instagram took off. Like when Instagram took off, that's what made selfies selfies. Because when motherfucker was on MySpace and OG Facebook, yeah, you were seeing selfies, but they weren't truly acknowledged as a selfie, and they weren't as heavily um they weren't in your face as much but now because people have been able to buy their confidence over the years meaning the bbls the filters the 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 the, the mac makeup and all this shit people feel justified and it's almost like they feel that it's a necessity to post selfies because it's like <sighs> jay to, to quote Javito, you look the same way you looked at 6 a.m., 10, 10 a.m., noon, 5 p.m. Like, you don't look different. Like, you look the same as you did yesterday. And, it, and it's just like, what the fuck am I, what value am I supposed to get from a what, what memory am I capturing right now? <laughs> and what memory are you sharing with me right now? Nothing. <sighs> You're sharing with me the fourth Thursday in December. That's it. That's Bruh. all. And you probably look the same the third Tuesday in October. God. It, it look, look. Once again, y'all ain't gonna give a fuck about what we saying over here on this and not about this podcast. I know I'm not the only person that feels this way. So that's why I'm able to say it and laugh. Because I know y'all are not gonna stop posting your self-centered selfies but it's just like what do you want because it because it, it comes down what to what do you want <laughs> what do you want from me you don't have to like everything everybody posts but i do feel like and, and I, the reason i brought this up because i was thinking to myself you know about you know main character syndrome the overuse of the word narcissism. That's why I was I carefully said self-centered. Cause I'm not even gonna go as deep as saying people are narcissistic because 
narcissism is narcissism goes deep. You didn't see the shit I sent you over the years, like with narcissism, you know, uh, megalomaniacs, um, egomaniacs, you know, sociopaths, psychopaths. When you really truly dive into what being antisocial is, like that shit gets deep, you know. Yeah. But I think self-centered, self-centered, pretty much. I think that's self-explanatory. When you hear self, when you hear self-centered, Jay, what do you think? Uh, all about self. No, care care about nothing that doesn't affect you. When when you look at most people today on social media, and the people that post a lot for sure, don't you get that vibe? I get that vibe from a lot of them. Especially the ones that don't post shit outside of themselves. That's why I said, I don't mind seeing a you know, you at your kid's basketball game. You with your niece, you with your aunt. You you want some couple shit. That's cool. But all you're posting is yourself? And that doesn't bother you? Good Lord. Same, man. I would swear that it's like, that's textbook something. Like. Man. I thought we was going to keep this light and breezy. <laughs> but that is that is textbook, yes. Oh. Textbook, yes. Look, man, it's possibly the last episode of the year. It's Capricorn season when this drops officially. That's why I so that's how it's easy for me to remember your birthday, because I used to I couldn't remember it to save my fucking life. Um That's <laughs> <laughs> why they got the little notes in your phone and you put that shit in your phone and then the shit just pop up like, oh, by the way, this nigga got a birthday in a couple of days. But, but but your shit was wrong for three years, <laughs> <laughs> and I just be like, "What the fuck? Is that nigga birthday today? Told me that nigga birthday tomorrow, <laughs> and then I fixed it. It still got it wrong. Same man, you got chill. So it, the, the, the notes don't matter if they're wrong. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> God dang, but uh, yeah, man, no, yeah, no, no light shit, man. Uh, I mean, what, 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 what light or positive note do you want to add to this conversation that we're having? I know you, I know as far as you, you know, you, there has to be, there has to be a highlight. If you want to talk about a highlight for twenty twenty three, what would it be? For me or for for you? No, for you. We're talk, we're self centered here today. We're gonna be just like oh, society. We're gonna, shit, you know. You know, I, I I bought a house. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Man, that shit happened. Like thank it. you, thank you, thank you. That's big. That's big. Mm -hmm. How's that going? Uh, it's expensive as fuck, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Home Depot and Lowe's in the last six months more than I've been in my entire life combined. Oh my! What happened? I just live in that hole. Like it's 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 just always little things, and you know you know I'm a tinkerer, so it's like oh yeah I I want to do this I want to change this I want to do this I want to do that this this and this so I'm always in there. And then when you fuck something up, you got to go back to, to, to get the shit to fix your fuck up. So <laughs> damn, just in that makes that sense. Thing. Just in that thing. Which one do you prefer? What? Lowe's or Home Depot. <sighs> 
I actually prefer Home Depot. Oh, okay, okay. And for the homeowners out there, would you mind to tell them why Home Depot overloads? Accessibility. Oh, for you personally. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. That's, so that's the only difference is, is accessibility. I don't. Uh, depending on what kind of brand of product you you prefer, you know, you might go to one or the other. But I mean, it's it's like going to Costco versus going to Sam's. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And you're you're a Costco guy, right? I'm a Sam's guy. Say, uh, okay, okay. It, okay. While, while we here, we gotta talk about. Go ahead, go ahead. We gotta talk about that goddamn Sam's cafeteria, nigga. Uh-huh. Come Look, on now. Let me tell you what's inflation proof. Oh, they giving really? out. They oh. giving out the the glizzy, the glizzy and the drink for a dollar fifty. The glizzy and the gargle for a dollar fifty. <laughs> And that's real shit though. That is real shit, nigga. Like, hey, if you want, if you, if you're not being a fucking gluttonous animal, that is a solid little lunch for you. <laughs> wow. When you you got, did you buy the shirt? No, no, I ain't buy the shirt because I'm not a Costco guy. It was a Costco shirt. Yeah, buy the shirt. Um, yeah, I'm a Sam's guy. Oh, I thought it was IKEA. I don't know why I thought it was IKEA. Uh, it, well, there might. I, I've seen a couple. I know you sent me a shirt, and then I sent you a shirt. So, it, it, you know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Either way, I, you got matter, the dog. Matter, matter of fact, I might go to Sam's tomorrow. <laughs> you ain't gotta go to Sam's tomorrow, man. Say, I, 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 I buy my drinks in bulk, so I like to go get them from Sam's. You do? Yeah. Especially, especially like like the sparkling waters. I'll, I'll buy those in bulk, so I'll go to Sam's for those. Mm, gotcha. and, so, and, so, and those burger patties that I had when we did the game night, the motherfuckers came from Sam's too. Ah. Uh, and and okay. they wasn't no Miami burger, but them burgers was on point. Shout out! Shout out! Miami chef of the year. Was that the, that, that was that was last was that this year no that was last year. What? Went to Miami. That was twenty two. At least twenty two, maybe even twenty. Yeah, that was twenty one, bro. Twenty one, yeah, that, yeah, twenty one. Yeah. What did I do last year? You might be right though. I just feel like that shit was so long ago. I always get the pop up in my phone. Um, huh? Yeah. That, that, it, matter of fact, yeah, twenty one sounds a whole lot, lot more accurate. I don't know what the fuck was last year. I don't know. I don't know what twenty two was. I don't know what the what the move was in twenty two. No, we know we know twenty Puerto Rico Puerto Rico catch. <laughs> Come on, baby. Come on, one time for the one time. I got a cat in my apartment that be chilling too hard, bro. I had to run his ass off the car the other day. I'm like, bro, we done. You taking this to the extreme, big dog? <laughs> I just, I just don't know what's up with cats, man. They, they funny, dog. They like, they like cool. Then they turn into some assholes, and then they cool again. It's, it's kind of like they cool as long as you don't fuck with them. But then Straight all of a sudden up. they'll fuck they, with you out of the blue. Like, damn, I wasn't even fucking with you. You came over here fucking with me. Bro, they'll come over there and slap the shit out of you, dog. Just 
Just being one of them moves, bro. Come over there, tap you on your leg, scratch you, bite you. They they they're interested, man. They're definitely not for the for the for the for the faint at heart. Dogs, I think most people should just deal with dogs. I think dogs are for most people are probably easier to deal with. I think dogs are more like um, babies for a longer amount of time. I think yeah. that's a good comparison. But cats, they just cats really grow and they just end up being little a holes. <laughs> it's like they're fucking teenagers. But anyways, you, man, you went you went down a path. Because uh, it shit, like I said, man, for me, dog, twenty twenty three for me has been relax as much as I can. Don't try to do too much. Do what I need to do when it's necessary. Stay you home. know that's <sighs> sit now. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I think it gets. I think as an adult thing in this in this era as an adult things get easier once you drop that that FOMO I think FOMO fucks with a lot of people and shout out to you for teaching me that word because I had no idea what that was and then it's just I, I wonder if it's in the Webster's Dictionary now but hey each one teach one <sighs> FOMO is a motherfucker man and when you just get to the point where it's like you know if I miss it it's just, it wasn't for me and that's it it's, it's, I, I, I think it's that simple. Let's see. I I told this to um Juana yesterday, and she didn't believe it. I I say I say what's meant for me won't miss, and if it's nothing is meant, then nothing will stay. What's simple. meant for me won't miss, and if it misses, then it wasn't meant. I completely chopped that up the second go around, but y'all y'all get the drift. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that that and just like being disciplined, just like having self awareness, like all those, all that shit is this. That's that's life shit. Like that shit applies in so many different areas. Like you can you can go gambling, and you can have the best day of your fucking life. And guess what? That day was just meant to be there. You didn't do nothing special. It wasn't a special quarter. It wasn't the slot machine you used or anything like that. That was just your day. That was it. You know what I'm saying? Like like any given Sunday, nigga, that was just your day. Bruh. When everything and when everything goes right, everything just falls in your falls. I ain't gonna say falls in your lap, but you know, falls your way. And that's why it's important to have self-awareness. Because when shit is going right, you better take advantage of that of that moment. And you also gotta know when to stop. Yeah, that's yeah. you gotta know when to stop. Know when to walk away. Know when to fucking run. Straight up, straight up. Cause uh what goes up. Yeah. Yeah. Most straight up, up, straight up. What else was on the headlines? What, what what else on your heart, sir? You said we was going to go for a long time and a good time, man. What's on my heart? Uh, can you do me a favor? Because I want to make sure I get the names right. But what's on my heart right now is the the lack. Uh, I'm a, you know, it's I touched on it already, but the uh, it's a sickness going on in the world right now. But. It truly bothers me when I see headlines like I seen with the guy that was in the G League that just decided I'm going to murder this chick 
so she shuts the fuck up. Like, nigga, you in the NBA? Chance Comanche. He he. Look, man. I don't even know these people. That shit was heartbreaking. When I read that shit, I, I read that shit like five times, and I'm just like, you strangled him with an HDMI cord, bro? Because you, one of your friends was implicated in a murder. Like, you're 27 years old. Like, you don't, you ain't, you don't, you watch TV. Like, you've watched movies. Like, you really thought this shit was gonna go your way? Just just taking somebody's life like that, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm just you know going going about my life after I've taken somebody else's, and shit's not gonna come back on me. This nigga got out there and started hooping again, like nothing. NBA being real quiet about that one. Real quiet. Because I guess they feel like it's not really old. That's the G League. Nah, that's you, nigga. That is you. That's you, yeah, nigga. That's you. That's you. That's your junior, nigga. That's your son, nigga. That is you. Luckily for them, the Ant Man um, headline has been able to 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 cover up some of that bullshit. But no, that is some grade A bullshit. Send the video. Send the video. Say, man. (laughs) They go. You gonna leave my nigga Ant alone? He the next Michael Jordan, man. That shit ain't gonna last long. Say. Say. Send the video. You know how you know why that shit ain't gonna last long? Cause the game Cause after that, he came out getting buckets. <laughs> that nigga cold, boy. I was serious, listening. Man. I was listening to some podcast. They say the Minnesota Vikings got together, wrote that with the Minnesota Timberwolves and probably the governor of Minnesota. They all got together and wrote that statement. Which one? His apology. Oh, that little that stale ass apology. Come on, man. Because, man, let's just be honest here, man. Look, spade is a spade, bro. These young niggas is dumb. We get it. They <laughs> like to... I'm just They dumb, bro. They, they, they like to, you know, fuck IG models and chicks that all look the same. It's weird. They do it. But at the end of the day, man, when I say call a spade a spade, man, these chicks have become everything that the average woman despises but competes with and I, and that is they're literally to this point just objects like they what real value do they have outside of being able to call themselves bad bitches or being beautiful or being attractive like what other value what other what do they bring to society that if they were to go missing tomorrow, people outside of their family would really give a fuck. It, it, it's kind of like, like you're who's going to who's going to genuinely say, "No, that was a good person." This, this is somebody I need to get out here and actually look for if they're missing. I need to post flyers. I need to you know do all this and this. Instead of, and eh, she was attractive on Instagram. You know, I sent her a couple of DMs. She ain't never respond, and you know. You know, she had a, uh, you know, a million followers kind of shit. Like, she was cute. Like, what? Like, what? Where does it get after the the she was cute? Your largest asset is your looks. Nine times out of ten, when that's the case, what does that mean, Jay? You gonna do some fuck shit? You gonna do some fuck shit? <laughs> If that's all and you got, it never fails. Fuck, shit is, fuck shit is inevitable. 
because you're going to use that to your advantage. That's why I went on a, a rant one time. I think it was I run on a rant talking to you. That's why I was like, bro, if a dude, if a male in today's society is truly concerned about his like, because I look at these forums, I like looking at comments. You know me, I'm a comment stalker, and like I, I see a lot of the same shit regurgitated from from male and female. But you know, you know, you got males out here worried about getting divorce raped, getting trapped, and blah blah blah. I'm like, I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. For the most part, you can see from a mile away the type of people that are gonna do the fuck shit that they're gonna do. Yeah. That's why I went on a rant not too long ago and I was like, honestly, there's nothing wrong with being mid. There's nothing wrong with being average. Because nine times out of ten, the mid the person that you look like looking at that's mid or average, they less likely to fuck you over. Because why? Their largest asset is not their beauty. It's something else. This nigga's spitting. This nigga's spitting. I'm just like, I don't. If they, we we was cracking jokes, we was talking about the Mason Cameron drop, and I was like, it all just comes back to the fact that you would a chick that you know would fuck you over because you know all she has is beauty as an asset. Like you you only have her following the camp or. With your boys and shit, because she's a trophy. Outside of that, what else? What does she know? Or, or I mean, even let's let's switch it up. If the only asset that the man has is his wallet, when somebody with a bigger wallet comes through, you out of there. Out of there. You out of there. It's all you got is money. There's always gonna be somebody with a bigger wallet. So when somebody comes through with more money, always. you out of there out of there that's why you that's why as a man you never leave with your wallet the minute you do that it's a wrap bro and, and it could be the it could be the most um it could be the most um what i call it the per a, 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 a woman with the she her her intentions like the most well intentions like just she the intentions are genuinely you know i like this dude but the main reason i like him is because he has stuff Take away the stuff, and then shit gets real. Plain and simple. <laughs> if, 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 if the materials are what defines the man, then the man isn't a man. And eventually, with most things today, you'll probably want to upgrade. This phone not big enough. Got to get a better one. This bed too small. I need a bigger one. I'm tired of wearing these shoes. Let me get some more. Just everything is just everything is just expendable. You can replace it with something. It's unfortunate. But I mean, kudos to those that are willing to take the risk in this dating market today. Cause shit is shit is scary, shit is real. But just understand what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And understand the odds. Like, I'm gonna say it again. You even said it, like whether it's a bad bitch or it's this. This 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 dude this this D boy or this well accomplished guy. If you don't like that person for that person, it's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter. You're you're, you're just spinning your wheels. You 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 know you're here for a good time, not a long time. And I mean, if that's what you want, sure, whatever. But when you're trying to turn something long term out of something like that, it's 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 bound to fail. You got you got the destination, but you don't know the journey.
Chance Comanche. He just wanted to go to Las Vegas and have a threesome. He was in Vegas with us. That happened oh, while shit. we were in Vegas. It happened December 6th. I, I didn't look at the dates. That's what, That's one of the things that struck me the most. I was like, damn. We was out there. We was out there when somebody was getting strangled and they got thrown in a ditch. Insane. I'm going to say it again. Senselessly taking somebody's movies. life. Bruh. This ain't good, fellas. This ain't Godfather. This ain't Casino. This, this, this isn't shit you normally do. I was on a Reddit form. And I wanted to, another reason that this... Don't, 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 trust me. Y'all y'all listening, if y'all are interested, we got stories about Vegas that are not going to stay in Vegas. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, <laughs> I forgot all about that. We haven't been on here in a while. I know you did. <laughs> we get to that shit. Bruh. I don't know. Look, man, I was on a Reddit forum and they was talking about how they basically said, man, what happened to serial killers? And I mean, if I was to ask you that, like, if you look at the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, the 60s, even when they had the serial killer boom, and then you look at now and it's like, man, you know, that's a good question. Not like I need a serial killer to jump out there and, you know, do what they do, but. What happened to serial killers? Why aren't serial killers the topic of discussion at least once a year like they used to be? Like, what happened to the point where serial killers are either being, are they, they're either less successful or, or what is it? What's the first thing that comes to mind with you when you think about serial killers and why they're not the topic of discussion in 2023? Outside of the past, you know, psychopaths. Outside of the past psychopaths, I don't know because that, that that's that's my first thought. Like, um, the past psychopaths, they did they shit and they didn't publicize it. They might have left some encrypted notes, but they didn't jump on on social media and say, "Yeah, I just killed three people. Come find me." <laughs> Here's my geotag. Oh man, you basically answered the question two times already. You just you just said two things that that are going on now that weren't happening thirty years ago. What's that? Technology. You, I go, I walk, I walk across the fucking hall. My fucking neighbor has a ring doorbell. You know, I go, I go across the street. You know, it's it's cameras everywhere. Like you just said, geotag. If I got a phone on me, and and I just and I happen to be a suspect. If they if they were able to you know subpoena my my phone and get my pings and shit, bam, they put me right there. So the market for serial killers is as bizarre as this sounds. The market for serial killers has died down because it's market? too easy to get caught. Yeah, I'm just saying because shit was popping. Shit was popping thirty years ago. Things, bro. I honestly think I honestly feel like outside of mass shootings, which I feel like a lot of that should be staged by the government. I feel like. Serial killers, the Dahmers, the Kempers, and all those motherfuckers in the world back then. I think they were in competition with each other. Low key. Low key. I'm, look, I'm looking at my cameras now, and I can see five of my neighbors' uh, driveways all the way up to their front door. Just wait. Come just on now. Wait, my, my camera's positioned. Just look, bro. Just imagine, dog. Just imagine. Just one of them nights, something happened with one of your neighbors. Cops come knock on your door like, hey, you know, did you notice anything? Well, you didn't notice anything, but I noticed you have a ring doorbell. Mind if we check a look at it? 
Next thing you know, you got license plates. You got all the whole crime is on a nigga camera that had nothing to do with his neighbors. He just mm-hmm. happens to live next door to him. That's the reality of today. And I bring that up to say, what the fuck were these, was, was Chris Comanche and his girl thinking? You're in fucking Las Vegas. No. Every fucking corner of Las Vegas is digitized or some weird. Bro, you're probably never free in Las Vegas. Never. Not even, not even in your hotel room. Bruh. You know, and I, I, I look, man. Look. I don't know what's going on with y'all folks in Vegas. I would have, I would, in my mind, I would have thought Vegas was the least loneliest city in America. But when I really think about it, I bet you a lot of people come across other people. It's just so empty. The encounters are so empty. So therefore, we got a million Uber drivers that want to talk our fucking ears off. It's like, bruh, what is wrong with y'all? How much do you Take have to, pay to, to have that option of, of where you don't fucking talk to me? You're a stranger. Oh, and and I get that I'm that. a stranger getting into a stranger's vehicle. But my man, hey, how's your day going? Pretty good. How about you? Yeah, it's going all right. Bet. That's it. That's all. We saw family pictures. We saw family pictures, bro. We know niggas' backgrounds, dog. Like, niggas is telling us where they from. They're telling us their business plans. It's like, dog, you ain't got no friends. <laughs> Why are you telling us no those friends? Hey, bro. To me, and this is this is a tell as old as time, for you to be sitting there saying how much you hate this place and you still in this place makes zero sense to me. Like all Zero the reasons six. that he was telling us that he hated this place were very valid, but you still being in this place made zero sense. That nigga was sick of Las Vegas. But let me tell you what he wasn't sick of. <laughs> Them prostitutes. Oh, that nigga right there, man. Look, <laughs> man. <laughs> nigga, quiet I kept like stars. Like I told you, I was like, I was like, let me take my hands out of my pockets. Nigga picked up a prostitute. Not only did he casually pick up the prostitute, she started talking to us. Don't let Once don't again. let him speak for y'all. No, he's not speaking for us. He's speaking solely for himself. <laughs> exactly. Because I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know him. He's driving. He rolled down the whistle. I mean, rolled down the window to whistle at you. That's between y'all. That's your client. Matter, matter of fact, let me see where the fuck Walmart is in Las Vegas. <laughs> I know, right? Because I didn't see one. I, I like, did not remember a Walmart being close. At all. I don't know where she was walking to. But again, I think she might have walked to the bus stop. But he was going to be well off his route, most likely. Nigga was already... Now, first of all, nigga was already well off his route. <laughs> you know what? Okay, 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 okay. 
uh, there's Walmart relatively close. To where we were? Yeah. Oh, okay. It doesn't well, make it any better? Walking. No. It does not. It does not. Because he went the complete opposite direction of this Walmart she was trying to get to. Yeah, because that's when I saw the spear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, anyways. Yeah, man. It was turned up at 3.30. <sighs> turned up at 3.30. Hey. That shit caught me off guard, I ain't gonna lie. What, what caught you off guard? Just the litness? The vibe. Yeah, the vibe at 3.30. I was like, whoa. Let me let me tell you what, what caught me off guard. This nigga standing at the bar in the motherfucking way. Oh, that nigga there was a pervert. That nigga was a grade A pervert drinking Heineke, Heineken's. <laughs> looking at Heine, drinking Heineken's. Say, man, he was well over 60 years old. And you said he was married, too. Yeah, yeah. I looked at his finger. I was like, I was like, is he gonna get on some hoes or is he just here staring? And so I, ca- I happened to catch a glance at his, his hand. He had a ring. I was like, oh, he just, he just hate his life. He hate his life, hate his wife, and he just wants to look at these young white women. That's, that's it. That's all he was looking at. That's it. That that's dude all. was sick. What type of, what type of hat did he have on a fedora? No, he had on tango. Yeah, no, he had on tango. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think that made it even worse. I was like, bro, you an old school pervert. <laughs> you're, not, you're not even shy about it. You're just here, like, <laughs> in the mix of everything, perving the fuck out. Hey, man. I hope that don't ever happen to either one of us. That's all I got to say. Hey, man, look. Honestly, I feel like I'm too old to be most places anyways already. <laughs> Don't put another 24 years on my jacket. Don't put another 24 on me. Low key, man. Like I said, man, a lot of shit feel childish. I mean, social media has had its run in my life. That shit is, I'm starting to get tired of that shit like a motherfucker. Nigga probably say this shit all the time, but it's like, this is getting to the point where it's like, what? I don't even feel like engaging with people anymore. I just, you know, I post what I post and just go on about my business. But it's like, a part of me doesn't even care about what other people post anymore because you're just like, what the fuck? Like I said before, like, what do you want? It's just a picture of your face. All right. Okay. Send that shit to your friend. Send that <laughs> shit to somebody that cares, bro. What? That's. I'm look, not saying. That's, I'm not saying I don't care. I'm just saying I don't care as much as you think I care. Nobody does. Nobody. The last thing I'm gonna say about Vegas, though, man, is something that that I forgot to ask you about. Did you peep after the Lakers won when Malika Andrews got in there with the kids from YMCA? Did you did you peep what happened? No, no, I don't. I don't, I don't know if you can hear it in your section. Everybody start booing. Booing Malika Andrews. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The NBA the NBA crowd hates her. Oh, I didn't know that, bro. Because if you remember when Brandon Miller was drafted, she brought up that yes. whole gun situation, everything, like on draft night. And now yes. Josh Giddy been out here wilding, and she hasn't wilding. said anything about that. Still? 
Damn, that's crazy, bro. She 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 she's in a protected class though. She's Jewish. She's in a protected class to the point where um you you get the you get the big heads from ESPN like Stephen A. Smith and, and stuff said leave her alone. And like I think she's like engaged to um what's his name? I won't say it's like Dave McMetterman or something like that. Some some white guy that's on ESPN as well. Uh, Why am I not surprised? Yeah, Dave McMenamin. Yeah. I have no idea who that is. I'll show you a picture of him. Interesting. To each his own. I mean, I don't know know enough about her to boo her. But I love is love, man. Love, love, love is love. But yeah, yeah, that's why she got booed. I was, I was, yeah, I was, I was like, damn, her, 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 um, the negative perception of her is larger than I thought. I knew people didn't like the other one. I forgot the other one, the one that got fired. I knew people didn't care for her. Uh, but the fact that Malika Andrews is every time I'm like just trying to enjoy some NBA shit, her and Perk are always on the screen. I usually mute it because I don't. I hate hearing Perk speak. He, bro, he speaks like he has a seventh grade education, dog. It's like Big Perk straight out of Beaumont, dog. Come on, man. That's the problem. You say that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem, bro. That dude, I, when he, he talks so slow, and then, yeah, man. Anyways, that that Josh Giddy shit is wild though, because I I low key forgot about that shit. Like I mean, I I when it comes to celebrity gossip, as most people know, I'll have my opinions on it, but I'm only gonna share it with people that I trust and not, you know, judge me or kind of like, oh, I get where you're coming from. But the Josh Giddy situation, I don't really understand what he did, don't really have all the facts, so it felt weird even really commenting on it. And if I'm not mistaken, the dude, how old is he? Like 21, 22? And then just knowing what I know about uh, women, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the girl lied. I, I, think that, I think that's what it was, that she lied and her parents, he's 21. Like, she lied and her parents was like, well, we're okay with it regardless. And when did this happen? Was this recent or is this something that they uncovered like a year, like something that happened a year ago and they're just uncovering it or something? I, I want to say define recent in the past 12 months I would say yes I, I want to say this happened like over the summer I wonder how that's going like I always wonder about like these things with people that go viral and just people that just have their world upside turned upside down when they're normal people and they're dealing with celebrities like I really wonder you know to take it back to you know to the objects like the you know the chick that Drewski had did that skit with and then she comes back and she's like Bow Wow's penis is small yeah um, yeah 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 I just wonder what like, her parents how her parents feel about that you know situations like that I wonder how the parents of Zion's BM or supposed BM feel like those situations are so weird to me because it's just like these are normal people to me and then you're dealing with celebrities these celebrities have protection like they're gonna hide behind um a PRT, blah blah blah. Um it's just so weird to me though. 
so fucking weird. I mean, even the, the Comanche situation, it's just like, what's going on in like the, the, the inner world, that inner, in like, somebody's daughter, somebody lost their daughter. And then to hear that your daughter was about, is your daughter's basically a prostitute, and she was about to engage in a, a threesome with people that were coming from halfway across the country. She's just weird, dog. Like, really just gets you, I mean, I guess that's the, the empathetic part of me. I just wonder. I wonder how the parents are taking this, close family members, best friends. That shit wild, bro. Yeah. That shit wild. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I can't, I can't put any additional words on it aside from it being wild. Hmm. Well, like I say, just gets me to thinking, bro. Just gets me to thinking. Cause I know that, I know that people in a situation like that are gonna grieve for sure. Do you think they're gonna do a lot of public grieving, like on social media, to get attention? I, I would assume not. No, I hope not. How do you feel about public grieving? I see it a lot these days. I am. I, for one, am not a fan of it. Just because I think there's no tasteful way to do it, or I have yet to see a tasteful way to do it. I've always seen a little bit of narcissism mixed in with public grieving, like this person passed and you post a picture of y'all together. You post your text threads uh, or, or where they DM'd you and you didn't respond back or, 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 or something like that where you make it about yourself. I've never seen let's someone... Let's go, let's go back for a second. Hold on, hold on. Let's go back for a second. Let's take that N-word out of there. Come on, mm-hmm. let's... Going into 2024, let's, let's, let's remove the N-word and just... <sighs> no, I'm but no, I mean, you basically just decide, you, you described a very self-centered person. This person yeah. is just making it all about them. It's like, fuck, like, are you public grief? Like, this same, for me, it's the same energy that comes with a selfie. It's like, all right, the, the selfie on October 3rd was cool. You came back on October 4th with it? All right. Damn, the October 6th, 7th? Man, all right, you lost this person. Or it's to, it's to take me back and you was just there three weeks ago. <laughs> Good Lord. I mean, look, I know that people, everybody grieves differently. I've always heard that. I get that. But once again, the public grieving over somebody that you lost a year ago, I think it's just starting to get to the point where people are seeing this, seeing this as a, in my opinion, because I think that, I think a lot of people, whether they had fathers and mothers in their lives, I think a lot of people have, especially millennials, have come to the point where they realize they didn't get the attention that they feel they deserved. Mm-hmm. So now this is their time. This is their time to shine. Oh, they about to get this attention. Whether you know, whether you want to give, we about to, I'm about to get this attention. And I feel like when they find an avenue that's going to provide them attention, which I see it as publicity whether good or bad, it's like, oh man, I, I got to do this because this is going to give me the attention that I always sought after. This is the attention I've always desired. And it feels so good for people to be reaching out to me, acting concerned and so on and so forth. How empty does your life have to be? To That's why it was that old girl in Atlanta. That, that, um, 
stage her like kidnapping or whatever. Like this, this is just. I thought a, that was Houston. A, no, I th- was it Houston? I forget. Either way, it's just. I thought it's she just was a, from Alabama. Go ahead, my bad. I just, I just feel like it's, it's, a, it's in that same level of, of self-centeredness. Is, is like, you know, what, what, can, what can I do to put attention on me? Somebody passes that's close to me. I'm gonna use that to put the attention on me. And if I can't, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, gonna manufacture a crisis that's, that's around me to make people care about me, because I need them to care for me like I don't care for myself. Seeing a whole lot of that. A whole lot of people demons are leaking out. A whole lot of demons leaking out. It's like you may not put the mirror up for, to yourself and look at yourself in the mirror, but like I said, I got that magnifying glass. <laughs> I be looking, bro. You know I'm a nosy motherfucker, man. So I say it is what it is. I'm a nosy motherfucker. I can't help it. <laughs> I tried, my grandma told me that I was nosy. I was like, I'm not as nosy as you think I am. I, I got a little bit in me, but not 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 enough because my level of care is very low. So once once I've reached that level of care, it's like, all right, I don't sit so now. I don't care. I don't care beyond this point. So now I'm no longer being nosy. I'm so nosy that when I was at your house, I got so much entertainment by looking through your camera. I was just sitting there looking at your camera like for like 20 minutes. I don't think anybody <laughs> even noticed, but I was just like, I was just looking at shit. Yeah, it's like I'm talking about this dumb shit. That's why people was coming to the door. I was just watching what they was doing with them. Like these motherfuckers here, <laughs> all this fucking talking and just moving, jittering, acting like they're nervous, like they don't know where to go. Motherfucker, you know where the house is. Knock on the goddamn door. But yeah, just I, I it's it's a, honestly it's a bad. I'm on my business, but it's a bad habit because it can get to the point where I may end up seeing some shit I don't want to see, and then motherfuckers will be looking at me like, "Hey, we got questions," and I'm be like, "Damn, I ain't no snitch." It is what it is. But I, I am nosy, man. I can't help it. I want to grow out of it, though. No, I don't. No, you're not. <laughs> I want people watching like a motherfucker in Vegas. Because I, I just like, I noticed the old dude, but he didn't bother me until he didn't move. <laughs> like you at the bar. Niggas is trying to get to the bar. You just in the fucking way. Just move. Hit the fuck up. Two steps to the left or one step to the right. Either way, you in the way. <laughs> And you ain't on nothing. You just looking just to be a bird. Anyways, man, I ain't gonna take your time up too long, man. Look, it's Capricorn season. My birthday's coming up. Fun time. End of year, all strong. I'm not. I'm not saying that this is the last episode of the year, but I'm just saying, just based given, off of given, um, given our track record. Yeah, yeah. You know, she didn't slow down, and it's she slowed down for for a reason. Um. For me personally, um, nowadays I just gotta. I, I personally, I don't want to be hogging the show or whatever. But from my perspective, I just don't want to be in a headspace where I'm talking. And I'm like, damn, we didn't talked about this shit already, or we're just talking about the same shit everybody else is talking about it. Cause yeah, I'm gonna say it like, I'm not a podcast. I don't listen to podcasts. It's very rare that I listen to podcasts nowadays. People send me snippets of other people's podcasts. I'll catch those, but I don't. There are no podcasts outside of this one that I truly listen to on a regular basis because I just 
don't find a lot of these podcasts interesting. I feel like a lot of these podcasts that have gotten popular over the past two years, they're just they're just they've become propaganda propaganda tools, uh, create more divisiveness because um, nine times out of ten, the average podcast these days are it's just an extension of Twitter, and uh, most of it is just trolling for engagement. And um, it feels like they these people probably reading reading the latest shade room posts. Pretty much, man. And there, and I even had this conversation at at work in a meeting. I was like, hey, you know. You know, not to come off as a you know prude or anything, but let's stop talking about things if we're not going to provide certain solutions. Like people just like to just complain at, at my job sometimes, and I just just got to the point where I was like, hey man, we we gotta come up with a solution. Like we we could we could complain for the moment, we could talk about it for the moment, but what's the solution? If there is no solution, you might as well do like I do and laugh at the shit when it happens <laughs> because because you ain't going to change. That's 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 literally what I do. Most of the time now, I have no, if I don't, and I'm not being mean when I say this, if a woman comes to me asking me for dating advice and blah, blah, on a personal level, I'm not going to waste my time providing (laughs) it. Because at this point, it's hopeless for so many of y'all. Because none of you motherfuckers want to say that you're the problem. Like everybody else, you eventually got to see that common denominator, and y'all and y'all see the common denominator as men. Period. That's crazy. And the propaganda machine that comes from a lot of these new podcasts, they allow that shit to be true. You know, and and I see it all the time. Like it's empowerment on one side, and on the other side, it just seems like vitriol and hate. It's like that's not that's not what it is. I think both sides genuinely have some good observations, but what the fuck are they going to do about it? Like straight up, what are y'all going to do about it? Going into 2024, what are you really going to do about making this disgusting pool that y'all continue to swim in? What are you going to do to make it cleaner, to make it better, especially for the next generation? Because I feel like Gen Z is they're, they're hopeless. I don't think there's any hope. There's any hope for Gen Z. I think the the cancer is already spread, and we got to start looking forward to the generation that Gen Z births, because there is no hope for them. I really feel that way. Sad times we're living in. I'm glad my screen is off. Why are you glad your screen's off? Because my look of disgust. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but no, though, that, that this is definitely a sign for me to wrap up. And um, like I said, um, once again, it's Capricorn season. Fun times ahead. Um, I don't know if it's fun times ahead. It's, it's fun times ahead, bro, because you just got to just 2024, man. Everybody was standing on business in 2023. I'm not standing on business in 2024. I'm on bullshit all 2024. I'm beyond. Hey, live more and worry less. Bro, I'm on bullshit all 2024. You you not. You not a bullshit nigga. So I don't want to hear that shit. (laughs)
You not a bullshit. Anyways, man. Yeah. I'm gonna be bullshit now. Twenty twenty four, nigga. But hey, what you doing? Shit, that's bullshit. I'm bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bullshit. Hey, don't fuck it off. I ain't doing nothing serious. Cause I, 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 it's so hard for me to take shit serious now. So I'm, I'm everything's bullshit to me now. So I'm on bullshit. Nobody, hey, this business that y'all standing on. Come on, man. It's it's cool. It's a cute phrase, but like when I really look back on it, like eh, come on now, come on now. Everybody know the cute phrases, the quotes. They know the shit that sound real, but y'all not living it. It's the same as y'all vision boards. Y'all vision boards, man. Y'all probably come on now. The mo is probably in the garbage disposal already. Oh, that probably. reminds me. Um, join us live on New Year's Eve as we put together the No Boundaries vision boards. Um, it's gonna be on Instagram <laughs> Live, um, eight eight p.m. Eastern time. Um, we not providing any supplies. Bring your own supplies, and we're we're gonna have a jolly good time. Straight up though, man. It, it, look, 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 man. I promise I'm gonna be out. Wish me luck in my fantasy. Good, good luck fantasy to you, sir. Good, I, good, good luck to you, sir. Appreciate it. Cause my team, my, my team shouldn't even been in the playoffs. <laughs> my team shouldn't even been in the playoffs, and we snuck in. <laughs> we got, hey, we got, like we that, got what we deserve this season. You know, we we made a playoff appearance just just to keep our streak alive, and then we we went went right back to the couch where we should have been. So yeah. Yo, yo, the belt that you bought with our money last season, did does it have a fantasy? It says fantasy or whatever on it? Fantasy no. football? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Well, like I said, if I win, man, I'm about that's what I'm about with the niggas money I'm playing against, because uh, that shit was uh, it's still hilarious to me to this day. But uh trust they me, luck, they lucky I couldn't win again because I was gonna buy a whole nother one. With <laughs> <laughs> all the cheating ceases, I may come back next year because I want my lick back. We 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 have been discussing a lot of rule changes, and I appreciate the commissioner taking it upon himself to um, put uh, the veto power in his own hands when it comes to bullshit ass trades, and he shut that shit down. Because going forward, play, when it gets to the playoffs, even if we're allowing trades that far, um, playoff teams can only trade with other playoff teams. So the top six can only trade with other, the top six. The bottom seven through twelve can only trade the bottom seven through twelve. Niggas don't be want to trade anyway, but it is. No, nah, they just. Cool. I th- I think I made one of the only trades this season. Who? When I let uh Devonte Adams go for Devonte Smith. That's a good trade. I, I mean, I mean, it was it was it was a seventeenth rank for a sixteenth rank, so it was it was a fair swap. It was just you know, I felt like Devonte Smith had more upside than Devonte Adams, especially after Derek Carr left. So. And aside from that yeah, one game, they went crazy the last too. Thursday. Yeah. Bruh. Crazy isn't the word. <sighs> Nigga. Bruh. That, that's something that's going to stick in Easton Stick's head for the rest of his career. Like, my first NFL start, I got 63 pieced. <laughs> I gave them no chance. That's yeah. tough. But you you gotta put that on. Brandon. And then I got they, my coach. They've five. been under they've been underperforming all goddamn season. Got the, only a nice re- the, only reason, man. the only reason they couldn't couldn't fire the OC is because he just got there. Yeah, yeah. So he's the he's the interim head coach right now, right? Uh, I have no idea. 
I don't think so. I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard it. Yeah, that's interesting. But anyways, man. Like I said, Capricorn season. This has been fun, as always. Pretty sure there's other things we're going to talk about that we haven't gotten to yet. And if this does happen to be the last episode of the, the year, I hope y'all go into the new year with uh, more positivity than me. Uh, but also, I, I, I hope you know, make make. I pray all you guys make it to the new year that that are listening. So enjoy your your New Year's Eve. Don't know what your plans are, but don't drink too much. Don't sleep too much. Don't let the new year just come and you know you're not aware of it. Uh, any changes that you want to make for the new year, start now. You don't got to start later. So I don't know what Jay got to say, but ain't that's all for nothing. me. I ain't got to say nothing. You got to say nothing. Well. Thank you and you're welcome as always. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?